Good evening and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everybody's favourite English language Korean footballing podcast in English. And the long wait is finally over. We've had a weekend full of all 22 K1 and K2 teams in action. And as ever, Mark and Paul are here to review the best of it, the worst of it, and plenty more besides. Chaps, good evening. Good evening, Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Are you sated? Are you satisfied? Have you had your K-League fix? Uh, yes, I have. I got to see my favourite team lose and my own team draw and another team I don't care about win. Okay, Paul? Uh, I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest. Lots of goalless first halves. Right. It was a little bit, after all the uh, anticipation and uh, build-up, it was a little bit underwhelming. That's because you didn't go to the big board. On March 1st. That's true, I didn't. Okay, so obviously we're going to preview next week's uh, action. Pauls, anything else we need to talk about as well tonight? Uh, there's a couple of things that have been in the press this week. Um, obviously, player registration period finished on the 28th of February. Right. Although we're now into some kind of supplementary additional registration period. So uh, the K League reviewed, revealed uh, a few stats about how many players have been registered, etc., etc. And also, uh, Remember, Kim Hakbom was picked for the, to leave the under-23s. Yep. And uh, they've got the Asian Cup, this, uh, sorry, the Asian Games this year, I think. Oh, okay. Is it only four years since Incheon? Uh, yeah. It's uh, 2014, wasn't it? Yes, it is. India, August. August and India, whatever way you want to do it. So now we're discussing uh, sort of which overage players are going to call up and the, the big sort of hot potato Ooh, issue. I think I know where this is going. Is should he call up Son Min to give him a chance to get out of his military service? So, well, we'll, well, we'll do. Uh, uh, Mark has always got a, a lot to say on that subject. I know he's absolutely itching to see Son Heung-min with a buzz cut turning out for Sangju. Uh, we'll get to it a, li- a little bit later on. Okay, yeah. well, it was a very English Premier League-esque start to the season in terms that the matches were spread over three days. Things kicked off last Thursday. It was a freezing, freezing cold day. There were three matches. Mark, where were you? Uh, I went down to the big birds. Um, it was, as you said, Alistair, utterly freezing. Um, it was too cold to drink a beer, even if I was actually drinking. Uh, yeah, went down. Um, obviously went down with the idea in mind that it was probably going to finish. I think we all predicted uh, a, home win. a home win for that one. Um, would agree with Paul and the fact that the first half was incredibly underwhelming. Uh, so was the attendance, actually. 8,000? Yeah, 8,300, something like that. I think that was bad, though, considering um, the conditions. So I think, considering it was really cold, I would say it's not a bad <coughs> crowd. But considering the fact it was a holiday, it was a 2pm kickoff, um, it was a decent enough time to get a bigger crowd than that, I felt. The um, evening home game as well, right? There yeah. was a volleyball game down the road. Yeah, and... And if a sports Suwon sports fan humming and harring indoors, outdoors on a day like this? Yeah, that's a fair point, I guess, yeah. That might have taken 500 off the game. Yeah, they yeah. they <laughs> might have got 9,000 had that not been the case. But they even opened up the top tier. They opened up the top five rows, I think. They pulled back... The, that's right, they the pulled back the banners. Yeah. Banners. Uh, but they didn't need them at all, yeah. Um they didn't open up their table areas and their and their little terrace, but we'll talk about that at another point, I guess, in another podcast. Uh, back to the actual football on 
on show. There was none in the first half. Um, it was pretty mediocre. I think all eyes were but but on Dehan, but uh, I'm not quite sure where his eyes were. Um, <laughs> definitely went on the ball half the time. Um, the only player who I think I was impressed by was, was uh, so I know that John had two Wandersons. Right. I believe I'm right saying that. Uh, so this was Wanderson C. I think he was going by number eleven. Mm-hmm. He looked to have some about him. Uh, he, he was making a lot of a, a lot of darting runs, and even in the first half. Anyway, we roll on the second half, and um, yeah, it was all kind of. John Am came out at the start of the second half, looked the, the better team. Uh, as I said, Wanderson kept making run after run. He had two golden chances as well to yeah. to score before he finally kind of did. The first one he was clean through on the goalkeeper and should have done a lot better, but I think he dallied before making up his mind to have a shoot, uh, to have a shot instead of squaring it. He did score, as you said, scored via a wicked deflection or own goal, depends how you want to view it. Um, the deflection actually came off of, I want to say, EQJ. Okay. Um, so, Wanderson claimed it as, a, as his goal, but it was pretty much an own goal. Then, uh, I made the mistake of cheering said goal in the Sioux one end. Much to the annoyance of everyone around me. You were you were sitting on the halfway line, weren't you? I mean, that, that's, you weren't being you weren't being Stevie Waddle-less behaviour. Being uh, it's a fair point. Uh, the angriest person around me was, in actual fact, Mrs. Kelly and her sister, mm. uh, both of whom may have said <laughs> some along the lines of disgusting, okay. um, or a Korean version. Uh, fast forward not that long and uh, Young Ki Hyun I know Scotty Bluewings has said he's terrible, awful, woeful The thinking rubbish. man's number 9 Yep, he actually contributed his 100th assist of his Suwon Bluewings career Did he really? That's what that banner was It wasn't 100 appearances It wasn't 100 years old as everyone was surmising <laughs> around me because there's no proper fans in Korea uh, it was actually 100 assists, which I found out later uh, when I translated it at home. Um, he passed the ball to EKJ. It was EKJ, yes. Who made up for his own goal by drilling the ball into the back of the net. Absolute bullet that was, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty sweet goal, actually. Keeper should probably uh, have saved it. Could have saved it. But anyway, I think that got a wicked deflection as well, actually. But anyway. Man. And then, of course, we're expecting, OK, home team equalises yeah. with five minutes to go. They're going to absolutely batter them last five minutes and push for a winner. And indeed, they did absolutely batter them for the last five minutes and push for a winner. But it was John Am doing the battering yeah. and pushing for a winner. As soon as they went one each, the booming sat back. It was weird. They definitely didn't use home advantage. Or the fact that they had, by far, on paper, the more superior team across the board. Uh, and it finished 2-1. Fantastic corner swung in. It was. It was a, it was a silly corner to give away yep. to, to begin with. And it was a, a pretty three-header as well. A pretty three-header. Very really nice header, it yeah. up and back in the, in the back, the far corner of the net was absolutely beautiful. Uh, cue some wild celebrations on the halfway line by myself. <laughs> um, cue everyone around me leaving in disgust. And, um, yeah, it, the game finished roughly... Seconds after that, I think, and it finished two one, and I deserved two one to John. It was a deserved win. Two one were poor in pretty much every department. It was kind of a surprise as well because it, you could you can forgive it first game of the season. But for two one, of course, this wasn't the first game of the season. No, it was the fifth, fourth, it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And by far the, the the worst performance to date. 
Uh, just a blip, or does it change your view of how they're seeing? I know we're all, I think, expecting Suwon to do pretty well this year. Yeah. Changing your views at all? Yeah, it changed my view. I think, having, having looked at it, having seen, uh, having seen them play now, you know, like, I didn't see them in the game that they lost in the ACL couple of, you know, in the last round, but having seen that game, they are poor in defence. Coming forward, as long as they can get, you know, Wagonino, Dehan in space and, and on the ball, they're going to obviously be dangerous, but I think definitely uh, at the back, they're not uh, a good unit at all. Sure, and John M, thoughts on them? I mean, they, they, they look very good. I think once he gets up to pace, once he's fully fit, like once he's match fit, I think Wanderson will be a handful for most defences. Not the biggest handful in the carry, let's say we'll get there in a minute, but uh, he a will handful. definitely be <laughs> yeah, but he will definitely be a handful, yeah. So Wanderson Carvalho, look out for him. How did the home fans take it? Was there any booing at the end? Um most, most of them most of them left as soon as the winning goal went in. I mean, definitely at the halfway line, like, there was nobody left by, by the end. I, I was going to do a little tweet of the we, we can see you sneaking out, but they weren't sneaking out. <laughs> they were running the seat down and just getting, 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 getting out there as quick as, as, quick as possible. And uh, Dayan Watch? Um, did all right. Didn't have many chances. Yeah. Ball never broke to him. Never really did much with it. Um, and... Yeah, I can confirm that my that for a hundred percent because my wife has watched them for ninety minutes. My my Suwon contact texted me after the game and said, "Do you want him back?" So I thought he may, maybe uh, had not done anything or had done something wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He just never got the ball. We never got the break of the ball. Like it was, they like, the way they played the formation. I don't know if Wagner. He didn't play right. <laughs> he played. I was, going, I, 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 I was going. I was going to say like we can criticize Dayan. If you're going to criticize Dayan, Wagwanino would be the one to criticize yeah. even even more. He he did did nothing. He got subbed off after 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 an hour. Yeah, I mean the, the guy that I think I know Scotty has said he looks the part, but he wastes too much time on the ball. This uh, Cristiano. Yeah. Cristobal. Cristobal. He does look like a decent player, but again, um, it all looks like all, all show, no go, if you want my honest opinion on him. I think he's going to be the kind of guy who's going to score or create luxurious chances, but at the same time, he's not going to be a team player. Okay, early days. Yeah, it is, but not as good as I thought they were going to be this season. Okay. Uh, okay, well, one team didn't live up to their billing on opening day. One team did... And we're not talking about Seoul. Well, actually, Seoul did live up to the billing. We, I think we expected <laughs> a nil-nil draw for Seoul. Um, take, us, take, us through, uh, take us through John Book's opening game of the season. So they're in the, the so-called charity shield, right, against Ulsan, last year's FA Cup winners. Uh, just got a quick question for you about that. If Pusan had won the uh, FA Cup, what would the opening match have been for, for, uh, Ulsan, for uh, John Book? Any guesses? Any ideas? Uh, Seoul. Based on... Based on the fact that they won the league last the year before. Do you know the answer, or are you just oh, asking? Oh, you're okay, right. We're expecting some big reveal here. Do you want me to find out? Uh, that would be nice. Yeah, maybe find out before you ask the question. <laughs> Probably be Ulsan because they came runners up. What happens when? What happens, in, what happens in in England when the when the, a team has done the double the previous year? Um, it's, it's a rerun of the up. final or runners up in the league. Not that it matters because it's a friendly, but. 
I don't know who the Celtic play in their charity shield. We don't have a charity shield. We don't do that. We just every we just every game's a charity shield. Every game's a charity yeah. shield for us. Yeah. Just allowing other teams in Scotland to play against us as charity. <laughs> it's the, the <laughs> biggest, <laughs> tur- biggest turnover of the year, isn't it? <laughs> so. Anyway, um, back to John Wilson. It was another poor first half. Nil-nil uh, at half time. Um, second half, pretty much the same. Uh, Adriano started. He was doing a lot of huffing and puffing, but nothing really came out of it. Um, he brought on the gook with what about 25 minutes to go half an hour to go yeah. and within a minute he'd scored uh, it was terrible defending from Olsen it was a, a corner that was whipped in uh, two defenders swung and missed <laughs> uh, the, the gook was sitting at the back post completely unmarked and he just tapped it in um, so that was the first goal of the K-League season this yes it was, his, his, it was a milestone goal for him was it something 200 and something I think every 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 goal is a milestone for, yeah. for, for Lee Dog these yeah. days. It's every every goal he scores is pretty much his historic in, in K League terms. After that, Ulsan woke up a bit and they started attacking, um, and they did have a few half chances, but then they got caught on the break when uh, it was the the ball was punted forward, and the Gook did a lovely sort of reverse sweep pass. So he had his back to yeah. goal and he kind of reverse swept it over his left shoulder oh, right. for Hankyo one to run on uh, and he s- slotted it past the keeper for 2-0 with five minutes to go pretty much game over at that point so it was a thing of beauty to be honest yeah. it was a beautiful pass we, we've made fun of him a lot um, yeah. but it looked, looked like a sweet pass on yeah. the and it was meant right it kind of looked like he had looked and saw Hankyo one running it, it, I, yeah, it looked like it was. It wasn't a shot or anything. It was a it shot. It was, it was perfectly weighted. It you say that, but it was amazing. After after the goal that he did score, like three minutes later, he took a shot which went out for a, a throw in. <laughs> you saw that. I didn't see that. That was ridiculous. Yeah, like, literally straight in the middle of the goals, and he put it out for a throw in. It was like pretty horrendous. Yeah. So. Okay, and so routine basically for John. But took a while to get going, but once they did. Yeah, they they weren't as good as I thought they might be, but they've got enough to get it done. Sure, and seventeen thousand in Jonju, so well more than double the the amount down up in Suwon. Uh, so reasonable starts on the pitch and in the stands for the overwhelming favourites yeah. for this year's K League. Was it particularly warmer in Jonju? I mean, because we're saying that the weather was the reason why no one came to Suwon. I mean, we really, would have expected a fifteen thousand crowd to Suwon or something, maybe ten thousand. 12,000 at Suwon, right? But uh, I, I, it's really low it, it seems to me Suwon are not really expecting people to show up this year. Just like the past couple of seasons, Seoul have been expecting and getting far lower attendances than before. Suwon, as, as you said, they opened up a little bit at the top. They never actually opened it, but they had just prepared, just in case, just a tiny amount. They were never expecting very, very many. They had given the away fans the entire uh, end. They hadn't blocked off half so there could be an overspill for, for uh, was it the E, e section. So I think Suwon knew exactly how many were coming and, and prepared accordingly. Maybe maybe that's what they want. Maybe it, it costs money to have Ajumas sweeping up the, the top tier or something something like that. Okay, okay uh, on to... Uh, well, we've got 30 seconds to talk about the Seoul game. I guess that's about 15 seconds more than you're going to need. Yeah, finish nil-nil. Um, two teams basically cancelled each other out. Seoul's major problem was they had Pak Jiang up front and he was slow and off the pace. Anderson... <laughs> Anderson looked promising. Um, <coughs> they took Pak Jiang off with about 20 minutes ago, brought on Pak Song. Right. He's obviously worse. <laughs> okay. So 
again, it was like playing with just ten people. Uh, who was in goal for Seoul? Yang Anbin. How did he play? Well, he kept a clean sheet. Kept a clean sheet. Not too bad. Uh, he made a couple of good saves. Uh, did you see Yung Hee's save uh, when he was lying on the ground? No, I didn't. So Cheju were on the attack and Yung Hee was trying to cover the, the Cheju striker when the ball was crossed in, but he slipped over, lost his footing, and was lying on the ground. So when the shot came in, it just bounced off his head and back out again. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all they all Coat. don't count as the case may be. <laughs> so that's uh, that's one way of doing it. So we, we've seen. Seoul have some calamity defending and some unlucky defending in recent years. This is a case when the calamity wasn't a disaster in the end. Okay, good. Okay, so nil-nil for Seoul. I, I guess that's a, a decent point for both both those teams. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, we the overall impression is that Seoul have weakened significantly in the if, in the off season, and Cheju should be at least the same strength that they were last year. But there didn't seem to be that much golf between the teams. So, okay. Okay, so that was Thursday. We move on to Saturday, and last week we were talking about Pohang against Daegu as being a potential early season relegation six-pointer. Well, uh, <laughs> I think I guess Daegu perhaps uh, are, are are perhaps in in the mix. Pohang were insane, amazing, fantastic, sublime. Which word do you want me to use to, to describe them? I've only seen the goals, and. Um, <laughs> The, well, actually, I've seen the highlights, actually. Well, they, they were was, the highlights, weren't they? Because it was just Pohang attack after right. attack, mainly. Um, the new guy, I, I, I say new guy, I don't actually know if he has actually a new, a new signing, but Leo, Leo... Uh, Leo Gamal, Gam, Gamalio, or...? Yeah, he was like a rather large, ponytailed Brazilian boy. Uh, he he looks a, a decent enough player. He was doing well in the pre-season. He scored a couple of goals for them in their friendlies as well. Uh, scored a penalty and scored a pretty sweet, a sweet um, second goal. It was never a penalty though. Never a penalty. No, it was never a penalty. But it wasn't the only never a penalty every weekend. But I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that one in a minute as well. Um, interestingly, like I really wish I could have cut was one scene from the highlights. There was a I can't remember who the Puan striker uh, left winger is. He break, he basically broke forward, and Leo was in the middle on his own. Literally stand on the on the on the on the six yard line, and uh, he looked up, saw him, and tried to score. Literally from the the right. by line, the goalkeeper saved it easily, and Leo was just literally screaming and pointing at himself and like gesticulating as like, why do you not look up? And I thought, ten years in Korea, mate, I've been saying that every game, right? <laughs> look up, look um, up. So maybe someday someone will look up, right? Um, but Daegu looked; they had their chances a little bit. They've got the two strikers that were playing uh, up front, the two Brazilian boys. Something happened midway through the sec- beginning of the second half. Be- beginning midway through the second half. They fell out with each other. Oh, really? And the one, I can't remember their names, but the one... John Carlos and Kion, uh, is it? Uh, that second one, Kion. He, I think that's one with the shaved head. Right. He literally stopped passing to the, to, to the other guy, even though the other guy was in far better they had far better chances he just kept shooting himself and very obviously they had a huge dispute at some point that wasn't covered in the highlights because they were not even looking at each other when they were coming forward because in the first half they had they looked as if they were playing as a team second half they, something had happened yeah? so Daegu did not look like the team 
the team that they looked last year, yeah? If only they had a manager who would be able to communicate with those two guys about how to solve their differences. Indeed. Maybe, that's the, maybe that's the best thing you can do, yeah? Tego also carrying a couple of key injuries. Yeah. I think. Um, they have another Brazilian guy, right? Saiginho or something like right. that. Uh, he's apparently out injured, and they've another one of their Korean players is out injured. The commentators kept going on about it, how. How, how, how this isn't the real, yeah, the real day They're going to find it tough until these two two key players come back. So, okay, so good news for whoever's playing Daegu in the next couple of the next couple of matches. Okay, and uh, also on uh, Saturday there was uh, which was it? It was uh, Incheon, who we also uh, last week you guys were scathing about Incheon's chances this year. They went to Kangwon, and well, they were beaten. Anyone see the game? Anyone see anything? Uh, I saw the goals in this one. Um, the highlight <laughs> was the Incheon goal. Musoda. Um, yeah. Um, so basically, he, he tried this. Like, they were already two 0 down at the already that point. Down at this point. Yeah. But he had tried this scissor kick volley like three times in the highlight package. Anyway, and by the time it came, the third attempt at it, he he kind of connected perfectly and volleyed it straight past the keeper from about 16 maybe 12 right. 12 mm-hmm. 16 yards it was a pretty sweet goal amazing technique and finish mm-hmm. granted he'd done it twice prior to that and <laughs> hadn't scored uh, but I think a lot of people I know Morton So was saying that the their the new signing the guy that came from A-League Oh uh, yes, he, he he went off injured, I think. Appia Kubi, he came off after uh, yeah, quite early, like yeah. fifty minutes. But he did look like he had quite a bit of pace about him. Okay, um, is what I is that why Hugh didn't score because he came on too early? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came on way too yeah. early. Yeah, he had the chance actually at two one. Uh, he probably should have scored actually to uh, yeah, I think it was two one. Uh, he probably should have scored, but he didn't. Um, okay. So Gangwon ran out. Yeah. Two one, two one, two one winners in the end. One thing, Kangwon amazed me. I know I signed a contract saying that I wouldn't mention this, these things on the podcast anymore. I was rather stunned to see that Kangwon have signed as cheerleader for this year, Park Liang, who is the number one cheerleader in Korea of the uh, the Lotte Giants head cheerleader, basically. Uh, doing her stuff with her usual sidekicks up at the uh, was it the Songam Sports Complex they call it up in yep. up in Gangwon. That's a big big signing for Gangwon. They clearly mean business this year. Uh, Four thousand five hundred and thirty in the stadium, and at least five hundred and thirty of those would have come for the football. Yeah. So four thousand five hundred and thirty perverse in the stadium. There for the cheerleaders. Well, I, I was being kind. I was saying 530 were coming for the football, maybe 4,000 for, for, other, for other reasons. But um, do, do, do check that out if you're going to the, uh, to, to the Songam this year. Uh, OK, that took us on to the concluding match of the round, which was on Sunday. And it was newly promoted uh, Gyeongnam hosting the army Sangju. It was an eventful day for Markel. It was indeed, yeah. Um, three goals, two yellow cards, and yeah. an early bath. Um, that's how you start. That's how you the announce your arrival in yeah. the uh, in the K1. Really interestingly, like, during the week he had said, I think someone had, had interviewed him and said, hey, "What are your goals? Like, your realistic goals for your first season at the top table?" And he said, "I'm going to finish the top goal scorer." And chortle, chortle, laugh, laugh <laughs> is what it kind of happened from everyone apart from James Edrupt. 
Uh, and it turns out, yeah, maybe that guy is actually taking a claim for top goal scorer already, yeah? He's top at the minute, but if he keeps missing matches, he'll... Yeah. So, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's two yellow cards, so it's a one-match one match ban, is it? Have you seen the second yellow card, though? Mm. I mean, if, <laughs> I, if that's what we call a soldier in Korea, <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> and it was... It, the, 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 fir- the first goal, actually, I, I was dropping in and out of this game. The first goal was absolutely comical. It was it was wonderful stuff. If you haven't seen it, it's from from a quote. If you haven't seen it, go on modern actually don't say go on modern souls to the Twitter account because you'll get it shut down again. Yeah. Um it, it was no actually you just retweeted he just retweeted this photo TV so it should yeah. be okay. Uh, absolutely comical, one of the most comical defending from a corner you'll you'll see the 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 soldiers were tackling each other, the goalkeeper flapped at it and um I've got a raised hand. Just when you mentioned it was one of the most comical to defending uh episodes that you'll ever see this year. Amazingly, last year's most comical defending episode also involved the same two defenders <laughs> uh, <laughs> at, at on actually. Um, so maybe we will see it more often as well. Uh, on the plus side for Sanju, Jominguez was on the score sheet. Of course. So, uh, who knows? So we restart the counter at one game. Yeah. Trying yep. to get him up to eight. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Presumably, presumably, presumably game nine um, Yeah, I mean... Well, he's there till the end of, the, uh, of October, is it? October, oh. I think, right? Um, I think we'll, we'll talk about this in another podcast closer to the time, but this guy cannot go back to Eland, right? This guy's got to move to a top. Well, it depends. I mean, if yeah. Eland are running away with the with K2 by then, who knows? <laughs> Uh, and speaking of which, that takes us to the end of... Oh, I'm not going to go through the league table, there's no, there's no point. John Book are top already, and uh, we... Well, actually, no, they're not, are they? Pohanga, well, Pohanga okay. top. Yeah. Uh, but there's no point in going through the league table. So, unless there's any objections, John, we're going to... John Book are third, right? Yes. Yeah, but... On goals. On scored. goals scored, yeah. But I think they'll be there for a while. No. I think they'll be top. Okay, moving on to... I was going to say the challenge there. Moving on to uh, to K2. It wasn't exactly a free-scoring round in the K2. There were just seven goals spread across the five games. And, uh, well, well, we'll start with the, the, the team that one person around this table has an interest has an interest in. That is uh, Song Now. If the referee had blown his whistle on time in, in both the first half and the second half, that would have been nil-nil. That's a really fair point, yeah, because he played far too much time in the first half and far too much time in the second half. It ended 1-1. Yep. Red card apiece. Indeed. Any thoughts? Busan uh, and Songnam we're talking about here. Um, what can I say? Uh, Good point. The same issues that haunted us last year were apparent again. Busan's uh, goal was a, a long free, a, a free kick drifted in, a long free kick into the back post uh, Kim Dong-jun didn't bother coming for it and the defence didn't bother defending it and Busan guy popped up the back post with the easiest finish he's probably going to have all season uh, was about three minutes into injury time mm-hmm. not quite sure where that came from but anyway they were already down to 10 men at that point and had been for Busan had a nice off in the 13th minute yeah, yeah. Um, Songnam to their credit rallied in the second half and pounded them as much as Songnam can pound the team uh, it was midfield pass after midfield pass if you know I mean they went with the creating clear cut chances but they had most of the ball um, they took they hooked Murala at half time I think he's going to take a bit of time to get his his uh, fitness his sharpness up mm-hmm. but Idel Idel however you want to call him definitely looked as if he was a decent enough player um, he's uh, the former John, John Book, Book guy yeah 
Um, he's a former studying as well, yeah. Um, right. Uh, it came to... I think it was going to snatch the win. Uh, Son went down to 10 men. And then the last kick of the ball, so to speak, the, the ball was kind of swung in. And one of the softest penalty kicks you're going to see this turn of the year. <laughs> um, boy went up. I don't think you can jump without using your elbow to get yourself up. He clipped, hit the Songnam player in the cheekbone. He's now got an incredible black eye for his efforts, to be honest. Uh, he went down. I don't really think he actually claimed for a penalty, to be honest. But the referee awarded it. And um, he there uh, ran up and buried a pretty sweet penalty. One each. And then the referee blew his whistle almost immediately after. OK, so 1-1. Uh, one, one. Decent point, a point gained, I think that would be for 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 Songnam. Uh, Only thing I want to add to that is VAR was used for the first time I saw, not the first time I saw that weekend, but the first time I, uh, mm. I saw up to that point, VAR was used for the Songnam red card. Uh, so they they gave a free kick. The referee at the point of the free kick to Poussin thought the guy wasn't the last man. He went to VAR, came back a few minutes later, and decided it was it was last man. My personal opinion, Farr was right. He was definitely the last man and deserved a red card for okay. his efforts. Okay. Well, we're all in favour of Var now. We were. Okay. <laughs> okay. What, what else happened then? I believe that's the following day, isn't it? Following yeah. day, something else happened that put me not in favour of Var. The, the other two games on Saturday saw Guangzhou hosting Anyang, and the, the, the neighbour highlights of that game were the team's shaking hands before it that was it that was the only thing that was put on the neighbor highlights of that game so we'll move swiftly on Dejon hosted Buchon first first game for Kojong Su in charge of Dejon uh, ended in a defeat as Dejon's first days always do end in a defeat uh, Buchon uh, scoring uh, twice through uh, William Pop and Gong Min Hyun uh, with a late winner they won 2-1 Moving on to uh, Sunday, well, Asan hosted Ansan. They uh, rolled out 1-0 winners. The big match on Sunday was, well, the big match was the, I believe we call it the, the Diddy match. Yep. Seoul versus, or Suwon versus Seoul. Seoul. Yep. Yeah. But City versus Elan. Eland. Yep. Uh, but I, did both of you watch the game? I went to the game. I know you went to the game. Uh, yeah. I had it on. I wasn't, I was sort of doing other stuff while it was on. Right. So, sort of so, so was whoever was manning the VAR as well, I think, that day. Flick, flick my over when, when the commentators got excited. But, yeah. So basically, Suwon started with about five strikers on the pitch. <laughs> uh, Matthias, uh, Alex, Kim Dong Chan, Beck Sung Dung. Yeah, four. It was another one. Uh, it was outrageous. I, I, I have no idea what formation they were playing. Mm. And they didn't know either. Okay. Um, they tested Glory a couple of times. He made a couple of for the camera saves, as Chief in Korea referred to them <laughs> on more than one occasion. For the camera saves. For the camera saves. Um, the biggest highlight of the first half was almost the fact that the Ultras were dispatched to the East End and a bunch of cheerleading, <laughs> and I believe they're called, according to the Facebook page, Azumas on Valium. Uh, we're actually <laughs> playing the drums and playing cymbals but there was a goal we're going to hear more about that on the blog this week yes, away, there will be an article way. posted in the next uh, couple of days once I add some pictures and stuff 
Um, but there was a goal in the first half. The goal came courtesy of Kim Dong Tan. Uh, the ball came over, nodded down to him, and he ran through clean on glory and slipped it under him. Uh, pretty sweet goal. Nice goal. Good finish. What Kim Dong Tan does best, basically, yeah? <laughs> he, he's not going to play as an out and out striker for Suwon. It was obvious he's going to play as that number, I guess it's number 10, it's called, you know, that okay. kind of off the front, yeah? Or, or a, a number 77 in Kim Dong Tan's case. Yeah. Um, roll on half time. We've got some trot. Highlight of that point in time. Um, second half started and it stopped and then it restarted and then it stopped and then it restarted with a penalty still have no idea why a penalty was given was it handball? that's what people are saying but having sat at the game and so what happened was the, the ball came into the box uh, it fell to Matthias the, the, who was a massive boy um, Glory saved it and the ball was then kicked away by, by Glory. Everyone kind of just went about watching the game, and then the next minute, the ball was on the penalty spot, and Glory was going crazy. As a referee, how he consulted VAR for something that he didn't even remotely see, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It was seen that public opinion is that it was a handball. I got that from Viva Lakili, who tweeted saying it was a handball. No idea who handed the ball, because I thought Glory was a goalkeeper. Um, <laughs> so not really sure when the handball occurred. Um, so upstairs, Some, someone did a, someone did a save for the wrong camera, basically. Yeah, don't know what happened there. Uh, Upstep, uh, Beck Sangdong, Beck Sangdong, uh, who, who literally hit the worst penalty kick I've ever seen in my life. It's uh, yeah, I, it, it went o- over the the Casey Wiz outfield or something, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, I went I went out the stadium. I went way above the Temple Stand anyway. Uh, if anyone wants to see it, I have a video of it, but from a really poorly en- en- enlarged uh, focus. It was horrendous. Uh, it would seem that Beck is, in actual fact, the poster child of Suwon FC. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's not a good poster. Uh, he blazed two free kicks over the bar and another two shots as well. Uh, really poor, actually. They gave him everything and he blazed everything over the bar. The only player that looked really good for them um, was probably Bruno, who came on in the second half, and he looks like he's a, a, a proper player. Okay. And Sue wants him to find these really good mm. uh, foreigners. But Dong Chan went off injured with about 20 minutes left, maybe 50 minutes left. The game just kind of petered itself well, out. Okay, so it's uh, a win for Suwon. We're everyone expecting big things, or lots of people expecting big things of Suwon. Eland, I don't think anyone was expecting really big yeah. things for. So uh, an, an average start could be a a hard season for Eland. Okay, well, uh, obviously the the K2 will return this weekend. We'll look at the previews in a little bit. Uh, just before we move on to the rest, there are AFC games. AFC games actually in progress right now. I know Paul, you've been following them. Uh, a little bit. John Book played Tianjin earlier this evening. They fell 1 0 behind. They then scored six without reply <laughs> with the Wookiee getting a hat trick. Right. Uh, and then Tianjin got two towards the end to finish 6 3. 6 3. Yep. And the other game tonight is Guangzhou hosting Jeju. Jeju. It's on at the minute. Uh, we're 15 minutes in. It's 0 0. Been quite cagey. Uh, Guangzhou looking a little bit better than Jeju, but that's to be expected given that they're. Sort of Chinese Galacticos and they're playing at home. And tomorrow it is. Um, Suwon are at home to Shanghai Shenhua. Right. And then um, Ulsan are visiting Shanghai. 
right. to play what is that thing East East Asia or Shanghai East Asia is that C not have they changed their name again from yeah, Port and whatever Dom something. yeah it's confusing confusing but just before we move on just yep. one thing like at the corner of my eye there seem to be some handbags uh, between the Chinese players and some John Book players was there yeah. anything in it uh, no the, the Chinese player jumped up and he as you said just a few minutes ago using his his uh, arms to get some balance or some height and the Korean player sort of dipped into his elbow so Korean players were angry they're saying the Chinese guy elbowed him, elbowed him. in reality the Korean player headbutted the Chinese guy's elbow okay okay uh, okay, so uh, good start so far for the Korean teams in the AFC. Hopefully that will continue. Uh, okay, well, uh, moving on. Paul, you've been diving into the Korean football media this week. You've emerged with two uh, pieces. And the, uh, the, the, the first one uh, is going to... Well, it was about the uh, number of players registered this year. I know you've got some uh, stats for us, which we're desperately trying to bring up. Right. Let's talk about now, the other one first. You want to talk about the other one first? Yeah, that doesn't require the other one. We're about uh, everyone's favourite subject, Son Heung-min, and his uh, potential army prospects, and the East a- and the is it the Asia Games this year. He missed year. out on an exemption four years ago. Yep. Uh, when they won it, is he is he going to get get a chance this time? Um, that's the the well, that's what everyone expects him to do. Everyone expects Spurs to allow it. Right. It's his last chance to actually, assuming that Korea don't go and win the World Cup this summer. Right. This is his last chance to actually get a uh, an exemption because by the time the next tournament comes around, he'll be too old right. to, to to do it. So it's either win the Asian uh, win the Asian Games this year, win the World Cup this year, or oh, get to the semi-finals of the World Cup. That's enough, isn't sem- it? Uh, is that semi-finals? Okay, I think so. Uh, otherwise, it, well, there must be an Asian Cup coming up soon, but maybe he'll be too old to avoid. Well, right, I think the Asian Cup. Comes round two, ne- yeah. two more years. Yeah, I think it comes round just after he would because he has to do six months at a K League team before playing for Sangju. Yeah. So I think ah, because okay. of that, the Asian Cup comes round just after he would have to already have, have joined a, a Korean a, a K League team on yeah. on loan. So that's why there's an issue with the Asian Cup. So I he's think. currently 26. Okay. Um, he has to join Sangju or the police before he turns 29. Um, well, of course he could he could just skip Sangju and then do his proper like blanket folding or digging ditches before he turns um, 30. And playing and playing in the K3 on on weekends for for Hwasong or Pochon or someone. Uh, no, he would just be a regular soldier oh right. digging ditches, mm. which he has to complete by before he turns 35, I think. But if he doesn't want to come back and play for Sangjun, mm-hmm. so um, one of the one of the things that was interesting is that this guy said that for players like Son and Min, they should introduce a kind of point system whereby it's not dependent on one tournament where he may be injured. Like theoretically, he could do his ACL during the Premier League season and miss out on the World Cup or the Asian Games, right? Right, right, and yeah. So what they're saying is that over the course of ten years of his career, between him sort of becoming a pro at eighteen and having to go to Sangju by the age of 29, he could build up points for continued good performances in the national team rather than hang it all in one tournament. I see. So what they're saying is, who's that guy, the guy Kim Gihee? Yeah. 
he played three minutes for the Olympic team and got got his exemption. Yeah. Sunderman's done lots and lots of things over the years mm-hmm. and faces having to do. Well, the rookie has got, got exemption for standing on the touchline as South Korea beat North Korea in the Asian Games because he picked up an injury in the semi-final. Right, but he I mean, he, but game, right? anyone who played in the tournament got the got yeah. the medals. So I, I'm always, I, I don't know what's your thoughts. On that. I'm always very wary of ever expressing an opinion on this I, uh, because obviously we we come from a country where we we don't have to do it. But so I'm always very wary of expressing any opinions on this matter. But uh, Mark, you're grinning away. Mm-hmm. Boy, you're grinning away. Well, I have no problem <laughs> expressing my opinion. Let, let me just say, um, <coughs> I'm, I'm going to be trans- translating an article about this later on this week. Okay, so we'll go into more detail. But I'm sure you're already salivating over the comments that people have left underneath the article. I am, yes. <laughs> uh, most people are saying that there shouldn't be any exemption at all for right because you don't you don't get your you don't get an exemption from being a star man at your company, right? No, but you can in theory be a star man at your company until the mandatory retirement age of like was it 39 in most Korean companies. But you know, in theory, the career is long. Longer. I think the way I do it is quite. I mean, I mean, I think for me. It, if you're going to have exemption for sports athletes, which they do, then it's only fair that you have the same criteria for each athlete. And it's not fair that just because Son Youngman is able to score goals for Spurs, represent Korea in the, in the Champions League and the EPL, that he should get any preferential treatment. Oh, Chen, you just scored to go 1 0 up. Okay. Against the run of play somewhat. Anyway, keep going. It's not fair that he's a good Goals as they go in on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. This is why we never watch the games <laughs> live. Uh, it's not fair that he should get preferential treatment over a bowman, you know, like an archer, who can only get a medal in the Olympics or the, or the Asian Games. So for me, no is the answer. The point system is no. I'm not quite sure that's a fair comparison, though, given that an archer is more likely to win than a Korean footballer. Because Korea absolutely dominates archery. But we're only talking about the two, we're talking about the two same things, the Olympics and the Asian Games. That's what we're talking about, right? You, you can't tell me for one minute that the South Korean team should not be horsing everyone in the Asian Games every mm. four years. But, but, but we're going to go medal every four but, years. But are you sure that archers don't have an opportunity to get exemption by winning the Asian Games or... They do. Any gold, do, me- any gold medal in the Asian Games. Any so gold medal. Chung Kyun, the tennis player who everyone was salivating about last month, I was I was interested in him in, in in what would happen with his military service. Now I look back, actually he won a gold medal in the men's doubles in Incheon four years ago when he was like seventeen years old, and he's already yeah. exempt by by that gold so medal. There has to be the same winning the doubles in the Asian the games. Yeah. But at the same time, if, if that's the criteria is bring home a gold medal for or a medal for your country. That's the criteria. Yep. No, so simple. He just needs to go to the Asian, and they, they no, it's uh, simple. Simple. And they need to win a gold medal. It's not even... Japan don't really take it that seriously. Yep. China uh, probably will take it seriously. Um, Australia in the Asian Games? That's an, I don't think so. I'm, uh, for all, I, mean, I know we sure. went to a couple of games in the Asian Games four years ago because they were just down the road. But, I, I mean, yeah, they, they, really, Korea, because they're taking it so yeah. so seriously because of what's at stake for them. So It will almost certainly be... South Korea and North Korea in the final, which is ironic in itself that you get exemption from military service against the nation <laughs> that you actually serve in the military to protect against. But anyway, okay, uh, okay. So we will uh, do do check out the blog later in the week to see that article translated in full, and especially the comments. Are there any choice ones you want to bring up right now, or 
Shall um, we move on to the other one? I mean, mostly it's people saying that you shouldn't get an exemption for that. Going to Sanctuary itself is already kind of an exemption because yeah. they get an easy license, yep. especially if he's a national team player because he'll get to go overseas. Yeah. And then someone's mentioning the the Suwong the Suwong guy who went on what's his face? Pointing No, Guam, the guy that got done for sexual assault. Oh right, yeah. While on his military service, mm. so there's a distinct lack of sympathy for for some of them. Okay, okay. The other one. Uh, Numbers of players registered this year. The registration period ended, you say, at the end of February? Yeah, so re- re- player registration opens 1st of, Jul- 1st of January. Uh, and per the K-League rules, it can stay open for up to 12 weeks, but will close by the last day, or the f- close by the first day of the season. So first game was 1st of March, therefore could register players up to the 28th of February. Uh, this time around... Um, 437 players registered for the K League 1. 359 players registered for K League 2. Uh, so it's an average of 36.4 players in the K1, 35.8 in the K2. Big squads, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, they always have been, haven't they? Do you want to guess who's got the most players in the K1? Changju. Uh, no, they have the least. Oh, really? Jonbuk. No, Tegu. Tegu registered 43 players. Changju <laughs> registered 31. Uh, in the K2, Anyang only registered 30 players, but Tejon have registered a squad of 54. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, yeah, I, I knew Songnam weren't anyone near the top, but 54 players? That's amazing. And, and Kojong Su had been taking an axe to their squad as well, so <laughs> he must have got it down from what, 70? Um, and then there's a, of those, 121 are like so called academy players, so they're under 23, is it? Right. So eligible to play in the reserve. Well, they're all technically eligible to play in the reserve league. Across both leagues, only seven teams have filled their four-player foreigners quota, the three plus one, namely Cheju Suwon, Ulsan Kangwon, Pohang Kyungnam, and Suwon FC. That was down from eleven last year. So, yeah, so no, we only have two, for- mm. two foreigners. Oh, I say two foreigners in our team. Yeah, this year. Yeah, four last year. Four, four last year. Yeah. Okay, so oh, we've got three foreigners. Awesome. So that's the regular registration period shot, but we're now into the supplementary registration period, which will run until the 29th of March, during which time K-League clubs can continue to register foreigners, free agents who uh, don't have any kind of transfer fee or compensation involved, um, players that are released during this this period, uh, loan, they can make loans, and they can sign People like Sun Ming Min, who may be coming back to do his six months. I know, actually, are you ready? They can s- sign... Deja on a better clear some room, then. They can sign Korean players who are returning from loans overseas. So it's oh, okay. Right. So there we go. Okay. Some interesting statistics. And speaking of statistics, yep. we started a prediction league... And uh, decent turnout. Yeah, not too bad. While Mark's looking it up, there's obviously there's the Our Prediction League, the, mm-hmm. the biggest and best uh, K-League game going on. But there are other games available. There's right. a survival game. Did you participate in that? I, I didn't participate in, in, in that, as I forgot. <laughs> it's being run by... It's still time to join up. Oh, is it? Really? Yeah. I joined I this week. Oh, I, I thought you had to be in it from the beginning, no? No, because... It, you get three lives, so you join up a week late. You just get two lives. Okay. Oh. Oh. Right. 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 
So this is K-League United's one, yeah? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, and uh, your one, decent turnout, I thought. There's 21 entries already, still open. You still can open. still join. No one did especially well this week, but uh, so you won't be too far behind. Um, You'd not be surprised to see that it's Modern Soul up top, given that he watches all games at the same time and <laughs> probably got more idea of what's going on than any of us. Yep, so Modern Soul, basically he, he managed to score points in four of the six matches played. Did he really? Which means that across those six matches, there's only two games that he got completely wrong. One of which everyone got completely wrong. Yep, I was about to get to that. <clears throat> so he basically has 11 points. In second place, we have uh, Fagu Freak uh, from the UK and uh, James Edrupt. Interestingly, I don't think Fagu Freak actually knew what the rules were. Um, <laughs> I kind of explained them to him like, like, uh, on a group on a kind of private message, and he was really surprised that he's actually sitting second when he had no idea what he was <laughs> doing. So now he knows what he's doing. I expect him to be propping up the table in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> Then, basically, like, when it came down to the podcast hosts, that will include yourself in this one. The podcast Alistair. mini league. Uh, you're top. Uh, you, by of, top, of you, mean, of us. you mean seventh. Seventh. Paul, you're eighth, and I'm um, tenth, yeah. Okay. Um, interestingly, the most predicted score was probably uh, pretty obvious. It was uh, John Book 2, Osan 0. With three players getting full points. Oh, right, because they... Right, so I got three points because I got the correct margin. Is yes. that it? Right, okay, yeah. got it. But we're looking at four points. Four points is... Correct score. 100% correct mm. score. Uh, and it will come as, yeah, obviously no surprise to anyone that nobody predicted that John Ant <laughs> would take the Blue Wings <laughs> scalp. So... And no one got a single point out of that. A and, single uh, point. Good old, well, only one person uh, disappointed in humanity here that only one person predicted that uh, Jeju and Seoul would be nil-nil. I'm most fun to ask. Yeah, well, yeah. None of us three did. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Ferdinand with the, uh, doing, the honors, uh, doing the honours on that one. I hope he had a, hundred, a crafty 100 euros on it as, he was, as well. He was leading the, the leaderboard after, after one day. After yeah. one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't do so well on uh, Saturday or Sunday. Okay, quick reminder, how do you sign up for this? Basically, you sign up for it by either contact us on Twitter, uh, at uh, Keely Podcast, DM us, or you can sign up on the website, Paul. It's uh, kicktip, K-I-C-K-T-I-P-P, dot com, slash, K-League 1. Perfect. Okay, moving on, we get to the final. Oh, one last oh. thing, just about the Prediction League. Everyone can now view uh, the league table on our blog, 48shadesblog.com, uh, there's a tab for the Prediction League. If anyone would like their name changed, because if anyone, when you sign up for Kick It, you can always put oh, in the correct. That is a beauty by Magna Cruz. I thought it was in my talk, Jeju score, right? <laughs> um, but we'll get to the goal in a minute. Paul, you want to take us through it first? Uh, well, I only started going to the. It network. was a beauty, it's that's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a lovely volley. And there's a few Jeju fans there. Fair play to them. I mean, they could well live in in, in Guangzhou, but you watch this free kick comes in, bang, and who else in? Madmoor Cruz. Okay, yeah. So if there's a problem when you sign up, when you can't put your name in, then please just uh, email us uh, or t- tweet us, and I'll make the necessary changes for the league table. 
Fantastic. Okay, uh, moving swiftly on. We've just got a couple of minutes to go through uh, the uh, upcoming fixtures for this weekend. Uh, Saturday in the K1, Inchon have the rather unenviable task of hosting John Book. How's it going to go? Do you know? To Inchon? I don't feel comfortable making these predictions anymore now that we're playing the game. I don't want to reveal my hand. Yeah, I you am can't win them. anyway because <laughs> you can't you're, you're, you're not eligible to win a prize anyway I don't know if there is a prize yep there's a pack of cas uh, before the World Cup and one at the end alright oh, okay yep give us your, pre- give us your prediction you inch on win inch on win fair enough Okay, the the Blue Wings, can they put that miserable first day behind them? They go down to Daegu. No. Yes. Okay. And we're seeing a win for the Blue Wings. Uh, so, a draw or a win for Daegu? Draw, draw. Draw, okay. Uh, Gyeongnam hosting Jeju. That's an interesting one. Gyeongnam obviously got a, a great start. I don't know if that suspension for Macau kicks in yep. right away. It does. Yep. So, he won't be playing. They host Jeju, who obviously didn't score, but they're flying tonight. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be tired. Yeah. Um, the only advantage is that obviously Markel's not going to be there, so it's going to be one all. One all, okay. He's just giving it away. I bet you don't put that in your prediction in the uh, in the actual league. All uh, Sand hosting Sangju. Uh, and we go for a home win. Sangju look horrendously bad at the back. Okay. Moving on to Sunday, two games. John Am fresh from that opening day triumph in the Big Bird. They're back down at the uh, Dragons Den hosting Pohang, the uh, Posco Derby. Posco Derby. Um, they're going to lose that. Okay. Uh, yeah, Puan, we win. Okay, and uh, Seoul, uh, are they gonna are they gonna score? They're home to Kangwon. Um, it's gonna be a draw. Draw. Oh. draw. How did this? How did those games go last year, Paul? I don't remember. I'm sorry, that wasn't sarcasm. I think you lost, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Moving on to the uh, to the to the K two. I. Songnam, first time game of the season. You got a season ticket? Yeah, pick it up on Saturday. Okay, they're hosting Guangzhou. Um, yeah, we do so well against them. Um, Guangzhou, I can't remember the last time we played them actually. Uh, Homeland. Well, you can say anything else, really. Uh, Suwon travel down to Asang. Could be a tricky one for from both teams, actually. Uh, haven't watched Suwon. I, I didn't mean, ask you your opinion on what Songnam are going to do because uh, they're going to lose. Okay. <laughs> uh, haven't watched that's why one. I didn't ask your opinion I'm going to say they'll be lucky to get a draw ok ok got a fancy Asan for that one ok Ansan hosting Daejeon can Daejeon get a get their first point of the season if they can can't. Ansan get their first point of the if season they can't, if they can't they might not get any points teams like Ansan teams like Ansan uh, Seoul Eland hosting Busan Eye Park I may go to this depending on how I wake up uh, and it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon so I should be <laughs> awake by then um, yeah, I'm going to say Pusan well I guess their guy will be saying their red card will be in, in effect yep. judging by the that's right mm. is it a straight red or a straight red, red. Straight red. Um, so I'm going to go with an away win an away win and the final one you could go to this one this is the the, the the general grudge match, Anyang against Pichon. We've been in a few of those over the past few years. Too many. Always fun. Pichon, uh, we win quite a big one as well. I think that'll be a draw. Okay. Okay, that brings us to 
FA Cup first round this weekend. Oh, it is? Okay. Just in case you find fancy getting to a Didier ground. Yeah. Um, Where can we find the fixtures, actually? On the KFA website. Are they in English? Uh, that I don't know. Probably not. But if you go to kfa.o.kr, there's a... K-League United have the fixtures, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's a box on the right, which is like match oh. schedule. Someone's put their hand up. Cup. If you ask somebody to find the fixtures, uh, oh, right. you can just go to Soccer Away. And the highlight is undoubtedly on Saturday. Hospital. The 3 p.m. kickoff is Jesus Hospital plays Mockpool Christian University. He didn't listen to us last week, did he? No. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm merely reiterating that is the highlight. It is guys. the highlight. If we can find a venue for that one, if anyone goes to that one, that's a that's a crate of cash as well. I may go. If I could find it. I'll find it for you. We'll find it. If anyone's interested, apparently Soccerway is saying it's in Georgia University Stadium. Okay. I'm not going. No. Okay. Uh, okay, that brings us to the end. Gentlemen, thank you very much tonight. We'll be back next week. Check out the blog in the meantime. What's the website address? www.48csblog.com. Mm-hmm.